Hello, everyone, and welcome to Studio Day Free. Today is the first video I'm recording in quite a while, I believe. I've been going live pretty much all the time, but I have things to do later this evening, and I refuse to go live at a time when the radio station where I now work is on the air. So right this second, I hope you are listening to The Downbeat with Mike Soroy and Mike Reiner. And tomorrow morning, I hope you'll be listening to me, KT and Julie Dobbs, from 7 to 11 a.m. on 97.1 The Freak, in DFW, and on the iHeartRadio app, where you can find all the podcasts and stuff. Uh, but I do want to do a little bit of a Cowboys-Rams preview, and I wanted to get something in today, and I wouldn't be able to do it later, because I'll have things to do. So, I want to focus on a couple of things today. CeeDee Lamb, Trayvon Diggs, and just a general outlook of a preview of this football game. And I need to tell you, because you guys know, know that this is brought to you by Bet Online. And football's back. They're your number one source for all the football betting needs this season. You can get the latest odds, the matchup info, player news, and game trends. I'm going to take you through some of those things. And they're your continued source for all sports wagering info, live betting, free contests, live scores, giveaways all season long. Fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, Boxing, even golf. It's betonline.ag to join. Receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Use our promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. So, the two guys that I want to talk about, and it's not even necessarily game specific to the Rams. I just think that's a couple of things that are worth noting. That one, CeeDee Lamb is becoming if he is not already the number one receiver that you're looking for in this offense. And I know that his first game this year was not good. It wasn't good for Dak. It wasn't good for CD. It wasn't good for pretty much anybody on the Cowboys. But when you look at him through the last three, where he's creeping up towards a hundred yards in every game, he scored in two of the three games. Uh, the target numbers are way up there. My favorite stat of this is from Michael Gelkin. CD lamb was the, intended receiver on 33.1% of the Cowboy targets in the first four games. That is the third highest number in the NFL. Cooper Cup at 36%, Drake London at 34%, CeeDee Lamb at 33%. So, I mean, shoot, you might put part of this on Cooper Rush, although he was also targeted a lot in game one, just nothing worked. Um, But they know who the dude is. And they know who to go to. The Cowboys are doing everything they can to move him around to find the matchups, even without the weapons around him, to make teams worry about other things. Hopefully, Michael Gallup can start to help with some of that. But the Cowboys know who's going to butter the biscuit in the passing game. And right now, if you were to, even factoring in week one, where he was, what, two catches for 29 or whatever, he's still on pace for almost 100 catches for almost 1,300 yards and eight or nine touchdowns. That's a very good pace, especially for a team that's not throwing the ball a ton. CeeDee Lamb is on the trajectory you want. Everybody just got thrown out of whack a little bit by what Justin Jefferson's done early in his career. CeeDee Lamb has not been a disappointment. He's being exactly what you drafted him to be, a dude who has over 2,000 yards in his first two seasons that came into the league as a very young rookie and is on track this year to probably be a 1,300-yard receiver. CeeDee Lamb is on the way, and the Cowboys know he's the dude. The quarterbacks are treating him as the dude, and they're moving him around to try to get him the looks they want as the dude. So look for that 
to continue against the Rams. Let's see what they do with Jalen Ramsey. That will be very, very interesting. Do you believe that you can follow CD around? Because CD does line up a little bit everywhere. He'll move pre-snap. Do they put Jalen Ramsey on him? And if they do, how does he respond to that? That'll be fun to watch. The other guy that we need to talk about, and let me make sure I can find, I did some stat digging on our guy Trayvon Diggs. And Trayvon, if he ain't the best corner in football right now, he's close. Making definitive terms four weeks into a season is silly, but obviously last year he had an absurd number of interceptions, and depending on where you look for how many catches or yards he allowed, there was a boomer bust component to Trayvon Diggs, and this year that doesn't really exist. He's pretty much just boom, where the completion percentage against Trayvon Diggs this year in his entire career, it's continued to go down, down, down. I believe it's 59 57 and now 56 this year. The yards per catch against him was 18 a year ago. It's 11 now. The QB rating when you target him was 70 something last year. It's 50 something this year. Last year he broke up nine passes. This year he's broke up six through four games. Trayvon Diggs is out there doing the damn thing. And he is now a dude that is consistently in good coverage, not guessing and just undercutting a lot of stuff. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And I don't even mean to take away from what he did last year. Cause people who think that he was just getting torched last year are stupid. He was good last year and he was great in the moments that he gave you the football 11 times back. But this year he's way more consistently great. Terry McLaurin couldn't do much with Trayvon Diggs. Whoever he matches up against Jamar Chase couldn't do much against Trayvon Diggs. Whoever he lines up against now is having problems. So, that'll be another one. The Rams have one really good receiver, Cooper Cup. I don't think it's possible to follow Cooper Cup because I think they'll make that too hard on you in terms of emotions and across the formation. And if you're playing man and the guy who's just chased him across the formation, well, guess what? Now he's got an option route in or out, and there's going to be traffic with a receiver inside him running vertical so he can come right underneath that, and now your DB can't go with him. I think Cooper Cup is really hard to just say, this guy's going to play him. Um, but in the chances where you get, sure would be fun to watch. And... The Rams have been struggling this year on offense. They've only scored over 20 points once. That was week two against Atlanta. They're running the ball at just over three yards per carry. So the matchup to watch may be the Cowboys, the Cowboys movable object versus the Rams resistible force. They don't run it well. The Cowboys don't stop the run well so far this year. Which one of those holds up? because I believe the Cowboys lead the league in number of 10-plus yard carries against. A lot of times the Cowboys are playing the run well, but there are too many plays, as much as anybody in football, where either your defensive line is getting dislodged too much, making life hard on the linebackers, or the linebackers aren't doing a good enough job of working through trash and getting to the ball. So that'll be a matchup to watch, as the Rams' offensive line hasn't gonna done a good job opening holes. I don't know that Daryl Henderson or Cam Akers, either one of them is a very good NFL running back. Uh, Their running game has been struggle bus. Their passing game hasn't been very good either. It's pretty much Cooper Rush or nothing. Allen Robinson has not worked out in adding him at all. 
they haven't gotten anything going with that. Skronik, you think of more as a special teamer, and they'll kind of line him up in different places. But I, I think Sean McVay has proven enough that we think that he's a really good offensive mind in football. That team is not good right now. Their left tackle is struggling. Their left guard is struggling. Nobody on their offensive line has been great. So to me, this is a game where you tell Micah, hey, you ready to play right defensive end? We're going after Joe Noteboom, who I think I saw my buddy John Owning said that he's allowed eight pressures in two different games this year. If that's the case, and you put Micah over there, Mike will get us 12 pressures. <laughs> Matt Stafford will be under siege back there. If you're allowing eight pressures to people not named Micah, you line Mike up, that's going to be a problem. And then from the Cowboys' perspective on offense, the challenge here is going to be, can you continue to win in the way you've been winning? Which is, I don't, it's tough. Because you don't, if you go 3-0 with a backup quarterback, your, your backup quarterback has done his job. That's freaking awesome. Most people are going to lose those games. But will you continue to get the same opportunities where the majority of the plays that Cooper Rush has been able to make has been when they've kind of surprised a team with play action and throwing the ball against favorable looks, man coverage. That's how they're getting their big plays. And generally, that's on first down. So if teams start to honor you like a, and play regular defense where they're not that committed to thinking, oh, he's going to hand it off they're actually going to play coverage, then the one thing the Cowboys have had to get chunk plays goes away. And can you now do a better job in the spots where most quarterbacks have to make things work, which is we get to third down and we convert it. They haven't been able to do that. The Cowboys haven't been able to do that. The Rams, I would think, would learn from other teams and say, we're just going to play them straight up and not give them super favorable looks uh, on early downs to throw the ball. But we'll see. Teams, when they play a backup quarterback, they do tend to give you opportunities like that. And if they do, and Cooper Rush is able to make just a few plays that leads to a couple of scoring drives, and you can kick a couple of field goals, 23, 24 points, that could be enough to win this game. I'm not going to make an official prediction today. I'm just laying out some of the things that I've been thinking about uh, as it pertains to Cowboys versus Rams. So it'll be a good one, and I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully Jesse Holly and I will still do one more show of Believe in Cowboys before it is game time. And we'll get that up for you guys. I'll probably do something either Saturday or Sunday for the pregame on here, and I'll remind you that I'm also back on radio now. So if you're in DFW from 7 to 11 a.m., it's me, Kevin Turner, Julie Dobbs on 97.1 The Freak. And that's on the iHeartRadio app if you're not in the listening area. And you can find the podcasts on the iHeartRadio app. Or I believe they're getting pushed to Spotify and all that. Our show name is The Speakeasy. So just try looking that up. Uh, Okay. Remember, you have no idea what anybody's going through. So be cool to everybody. I love you. Bye.